0: you
1: <laughs> The Michael K Show.
2: Marcus Stroman signs with the Yankees for eighteen and a half million dollars. Here's what it comes down to: there was no place else for Marcus Stroman to go. I think he did want to play for the Yankees. The Yankees desperately need starting pitching, so they decided to hold their nose and go and sign a guy who has completely obliterated them on social media, who has scrubbed his social media. When all of a sudden this little dalliance with the Yankees came about, and boom, here you are. And we'll see. Now to tell you how desperate the Yankees were, everybody. He's the second pitcher on the staff. You got Garrett Cole and you have him. You have
1: Garrett Cole and him. The Michael K Show on 98.7 ESPN.
2: All right, so we've covered the Marcus Stroman situation. And now we've got to really do a deep dive into a big weekend of football. Just had a
1: nice
3: little back and forth with the manager of the New York Yankees, Aaron Boone.
2: About his pick? About what we were talking about.
3: No, uh, but with the uh, the picks. Oh, okay. Oh, you didn't get any Stroman quote? No. Listen, our relationship is very football centric. Interesting. So I, I I I had to make an executive decision. I hope you don't mind. I sent him all the lines, and I said you should have your pick. Well,
2: no. See, I, I do. more a Monday. I'm going to tell you why. It's a Monday night game with his favorite team playing.
3: I understand, and well, he responded like, I don't have to pick against my. Ah. But I, I gave him the out because it's the playoffs, man. Yeah, but you always talk no, about done. you do it for the There's show. There's not going to be a Monday Am night right next Peter, week. Buddy? I do not, everything would...
2: for the show. Well, that him
3: picking against the Eagles would be great. No. My my relationship with him is more important than the show.
4: We really, but your it. relationship with well, me you know, is not it, more it, important than the. show. You know what, Don? This is. I, I want to give you about five minutes to think about what's happened here because this is a Michael like moment from you. You're 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 you're. You're kissing the fanny of no, no, a celebrity friend and putting the show in the. I'm garbage. having fun.
3: I I just think it's fair because what happens next week? He doesn't pick. No, next week we well either a sure or b we
4: figure it out. But this week there's a Monday we, night game. There's a and it's new like that didn't always exist. But now there's a Monday night playoff game. So, well, so how right, t- unfair t- t- is it
2: to have a Monday night game? I'm going to text him
3: it. and tell him that we took a vote and you have to pick the Monday game.
4: Think
2: about that, Peter. How unfair it is the team that wins Monday night is going to be on a but, short week well it doesn't matter yes it does matter What, for, Monday for Aaron? follow no no, 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 not no. For Aaron. this is this is beside that point oh the, the Monday right. night winner is going to have a short week in a playoff game yeah,
3: but yeah but you know what the thing is Michael is that they won't have them they're there gonna be Saturday games next week Oh, so they won't have them play Saturday but right but so so there's but there's a chance there's an outstanding chance that whoever plays Sunday might play Saturday. So it ends up being the same thing. I guess that was their logic, is that six days and seven six days is seven days a jace.
2: I'm well, sure let, there's going to be teams that of play Sunday, Sunday that will play Saturday. Let's see if the teams that play Sunday play on Saturday. Let's I'm see sure if it's they fair.
3: Do. I'm sure that that's the way it goes.
2: All right. So here's some weather um, information. I think is going to be important. In Buffalo, according to AccuWeather, it's going to be 22 degrees. Real feel is minus three. Wind gusts 55 miles an hour. Snow squalls, very windy. Kansas City, temperatures minus 10. Real feel minus 31. Wind gust 29. Mm. All right, so how have the Dolphins performed in cold temperatures? Under 50 degrees, straight up the last 20 years. They're 15 and 42. Mm. And in the last 21 games, they're two and 19 eight. straight up. Under 40 degrees, they're eight and 19 straight up. That's 30 percent the last 20 years, and they've lost nine straight. Hmm. Now we move on to Joe Flacco. Flacco is five and zero against the spread in the wild card round of the playoffs. That's tied with Philip River for the best mark in the wild card round since the format began in 1978. Also, I, I saw a stat today. I wonder if you guys had seen and if it, it shocked you as well. I think Joe Flacco is one win behind. One win behind Tom Brady for most wins on the road in the playoffs. Ever. Now, you could say, well, the, the Patriots probably didn't play a lot of road games. That's right. That's a fair point. But one win behind. Josh Allen has lost seven consecutive games against the spread as a double-digit favorite, dating back to October of 2022. That's That's fascinating. Uh, playoffs, tough ride in Dallas. Since 1997, the Cowboys are a putrid three twelve and one against the spread in the playoffs. Dak Prescott, 1-5 against the spread in his career in the playoffs. So a couple of little, little morsels to digest going mm. into this.
4: That was good stuff, Michael.
2: Uh, thank Anthony Greek. He's a, a font I, of the I, I mean, I,
3: I figured you didn't do it yourself. The best thing that I thought I got from the ball interview is that it, it, it's going it, to when you look at the wind gusts they're going to be in Buffalo and just how cold it's going to be it just it, it feels like it's gonna, the final score is going to be like 10-3 14-7 and so does that make you want to pick the Steelers but, even but though I think believe about this it, might Don. be the biggest mismatch of the postseason
2: it could be 14-3 right and then yeah. they cover
3: well, you look at what happened with the Jets and the Patriots, right? I mean, uh, mm-hmm. the turnovers can be a factor. Um, I'm not going to let it sway me, but it's, it's still a very, very interesting take because those wind gusts and, – and the thing I always go back to as a Giant fan, that Washington Giants championship game in January of 87 when the Giants won their first Super Bowl, it was just so windy and it was just – that neither team was able to do really much of anything You know, when they were going up against the wind. So, I, I don't know, man. It just I don't I don't like the Steelers at all in this game at all. I I
4: I, I hear you, Don. It is very hard for me to not be affected by whether that they're saying's that bad. You know, I, it's almost like if it's as bad as they're saying, Michael, forget three points. Where are you getting three points from? You can't even get three points.
2: Yeah, the, usually cold doesn't matter. Players play okay, and they can they can actually do football things. But when it's windy, how are you going to throw? i you make a kick. catch? Yeah, yeah. I, so, I would think the uh, we don't do the unders here, but the unders would be very attractive.
4: I I'm, I I think this his Cowboys thought is interesting. I I don't agree with him on the Eagles game. Cowboys, that was that, interesting too. If I take that game, I'm going with the Eagles to bounce back. I I I, I have it. I, I think you called him out well, Michael. That his fan maybe his fanship's in there a little bit. I, oh, he was I very still, angry. I, I still have know. a belief that they could they could bounce back for a game. Um, this is still a team that went to the Super Bowl last year. Now, granted, they've obviously been as affected by losing coordinators as I've ever seen any team affected, but I- I'd like to think they still have the capability to, to beat the Bucs. Unless they're broke.
3: Right. They needed that game. But, see, see, history is going to remember that giant game differently than would actually really happen. Oh, well, they didn't need the game. The Cowboys blew out the commanders. They rested guys. Bull. When they, start, when they benched Hurts, it was because he was hurt. And when they, when they called off the dogs, it was when they finally opened up. And, and more so for the fact that the Giants were up 24 nothing than anything that was going on in Washington. So they wanted to win that game and were beaten pillar to post the first quarter and a half of that game. So then will, will history remember that? Will history be like, well, they didn't need the game. The Cowboys were going to win, so it didn't matter. They wanted to get back on track, and they couldn't. So what if they're actually broken?
4: Well, here's, what I'd ar- here's my – Don, I think it's everything you said is a really good point. And I love thinking about when you say history remembering. How, how often will people historically be talking about that game? But your point remains. <laughs> but uh, Like, you need to take a class and they go, well, first things first. Not? Let's get into that season finale between the Giants and Eagles. No, I know exactly what you're saying. Um, here's my thought, though. And, and, Michael, curious for your thoughts. Couldn't the Eagles be broken and still beat this Buccaneers team by a touchdown and, and lose the next week?
2: Yes, and, and I also disagree with Joe when he said balls could be in trouble. What, what do you want from that team? All they do is make the playoffs. So they, they're not impressive. They're not a great team, but he took Baker Mayfield, rehabbed them. The guy couldn't, couldn't stay with Carol, Carolina last uh-uh. year. Uh,
3: but, but again, are they going to be one of those teams that might decide to get in on Harbaugh? Maybe. Yeah, that that's what could
4: happen. Is that, by the way, do you guys see this? A, a, a list came out yesterday. Well, you wouldn't have seen this, but there was, there was a list of uh, odds for commanders coaching replacement. Carroll wasn't even on it.
2: <laughs> not
4: all no, Carroll
2: doesn't make sense in Washington because he's too old.
4: Yeah. Wait, I don't understand. You you you. Yesterday said the exact opposite about Belichick. You said you would restart for you'd start from scratch with Belichick.
2: No, I didn't. I would I th- not. I, I think he has to go to a place that's ready to win. He's got to go to a place with a quarterback. I didn't say that. I don't uh, believe I- that the ca- that's the case.
4: Well, they had Belichick on the list. He was second, actually.
2: Well, that doesn't make sense. Ben well, he, Johnson he, 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 was was three months younger.
4: Yeah, I know. Ben Johnson was first. Belichick was 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 second.
3: Now, uh, I just I just looked up the Flacco Brady numbers, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> Flacco's played in twelve road playoff games. Brady played in eleven. Oh, really? But think of this: eleven of the forty-eight playoff games that Brady participated in were on the road. 12 of the 16 Flacco games. <laughs> so so what is amazing. the number that
2: Flacco's won? Seven?
3: Brady think. eight? Yeah, I guess that's what it is, right? Because yeah. he's like, one, two, three, four,
2: five, six, seven. Yeah. Seven for, for Flacco. Flacco has Well, he's tied with Brady. Flacco has seven. Brady has seven. Eli has five. Ben has five. Rodgers has five.
4: Uh, real quick, guys. So, wait. so Kansas City is insane temperature um what about
2: precipitation? Precip is what you're asking for? Yeah, the yeah. predictable precipitation. Um doesn't say anything about snow, it just says wind gust twenty nine. Well, one thing. Could you know, be it's the not coldest, gonna rain. coldest game on record. <laughs> it's not gonna rain. Even colder than the ice ball. Colder than the ice ball?
3: Yeah. Colder than that, that Cincinnati-San Diego yeah. championship game? Oh, my God. They were on ice skates in that game.
2: Well, Damian Woody had a great line today. He said he played in a game where it was like like frigid cold like this. He said, no one on the field cared if they won or lost. They just wanted to get off the field.
3: <laughs> that, that's, a, that's fascinating. <laughs> well, but was that a playoff game he was in? I'm not sure. If it was a regular season game, maybe I can think about that. But, you know, a playoff game, yeah, so, it's wow. a different story. Minus 11 degrees Fahrenheit.
4: Clouds will give away to clear conditions. Yeah, a low of minus 11, but that's before the, the wind chill.
2: Well, the, the, the actual temperature Cowboys-Packers, the ice ball, was minus 13, so it has a chance. Chargers-Bengals was minus 9. Seahawks-Vikings in 2015 was minus 6. Giants-Packers, the Coughlin face game, minus
4: What what a what a 1. Isn't it funny that the Dolphins and Chiefs are who matched up, though? I mean, the Chiefs just have barely resembled the Chiefs at all this year. And guys, if there was at two different points this season, if you had mentioned a Miami playoff game, you'd think about them A, being favored, certainly against a team that hasn't been very good like the Chiefs, and you wouldn't be worried about their offense. But the way this season closed, guys, like I want to pick Miami, but the way the season closed is just so hard to pull the trigger on them.
3: I I was convinced that Philadelphia and Kansas City, the two Super Bowl teams last year, were going to be one and done. But these matchups make it difficult to say that with any kind of conviction because of the fact it's Miami in, that in, in basically an ice bowl. Now, win and loss is another thing Michael gave the stats about you know M- Miami's record, but still it's a four and a half. So Kansas City can win on a field goal and not cover the four and a half. That's still a pretty zoptic number.
2: It's funny. like If you pick Kansas City, you're ignoring the fact that they've played terribly. And if you pick the Eagles, you're ignoring the fact that they've played terribly. Maybe that's what well, Vegas wants you to do. But th- those are hard guys to, to pick because they played so poorly. In the, in the, and the and we know how bad the, the Dolphins are in cold weather. That's a tough game to so pick. It's,
4: so it's funny because th- th- comparing these two teams is so perfect, right? Because the Chiefs, they're playing a much better team than the Eagles are, but they're playing at home. Eagles are playing a ter- not a terrible, but not an impressive playoff team, but it's still a road game.
3: Yeah, I just think it's a good matchup for Philly. Are
4: you guys touching either of those games?
3: I'm thinking about it. I'm taking one of them. Taking one of them. All right.
4: And, and Don, how are you feeling about our guys? As, as the week has gone on, I will tell you, the Lions, there's something about the Lions. This match is so perfect, too, because you have this upstart sort of team in the Lions, who are entering into <laughs> a new territory altogether. Are they the real deal? Can they win a playoff game? I, and they're up against a not super impressive Rams team that has come on and also, you know, just between coaching and quarterback, is not going to be overwhelmed I, by the moment. It's tell the you, perfect matchup.
3: That was the other – I guess it was a really interesting interview because I keep picking different interesting things that Fortinbaugh said.
4: boss compl- called fart
3: now. I completely disagree with his Lions take. I, I like a team that's engaged. I don't think they're going to be tired at this point of the season. They're in the playoffs. It's not something the Lions do
2: routinely. Well, yeah, but the thing that even, that he, in a game that was essentially meaningless, Laporta got hurt. Now, there's a chance Laporta could play, he's right. probably going to be compromised. A, that's a really important player.
3: But I just like, didn't we say the whole reason the Giants made the run back in 07 was because they played their starters in a game that didn't matter against the Patriots yep. and it galvanized them? This Lions team has done nothing literally for 30 years. And the Rams, everybody's in love with the Rams. That's a team that can go to San Francisco and beat the Niners. Well, the Giants almost beat them, and, and, and they they kind of limped through that game. It ended up being a meaningless game against the 49ers. I could make the case that maybe are they going to be able to flip the switch? Are they a good enough team that really hasn't played uh, really any meaningful games in the last couple of weeks? Flip the switch where you know Detroit, even though they were in a similar situation, already clinched a spot. That but they still were engaged and played hard, and that might carry over in week one of the playoffs. But Don, right,
4: can't so, you,
2: Go ahead, Peter. I was going to
4: say, Michael, can't you so see either version of that game playing out? Like, Can't you just picture as the clock ticks off this glorious moment for the Lions who get this win and, and beat up on the Rams who are not that great in the first place? And also, by the same token, can't you so easily see the storyline of somehow you didn't think about it, but Matt Stafford and the former Super Bowl champs are back, and they sort of make easy work of the Lions? I, I could
2: absolutely see it going either way. Right, but so I don't here- think
3: either one my I'm sorry Michael has to do with who played who or how
2: no, they were No I agree I, I didn't team. agree
3: with that take either
2: yeah All right so here's something for that game though uh, Jared Goff is the fourth quarterback to face a team he started for in the Super Bowl after leaving them hmm. in each of the previous 3 instances the team won the revenge game
4: The team that he was that he yeah, left the
2: team that that he left to Won the revenge l- game.
4: Now, do you guys think this is his first time back, and it's a playoff game. Do you guys think they will do a tribute?
2: No. I think he'll get a nice hand, and, I'll, and then they'll hate him. You're, you're talking about Stafford. Yes. Yeah. funny thing is, is that a football thing? No. It's just, you know, once a Nick, always a Nick. I, I think that's
4: become more of a sports <laughs> thing, period, though. It's the playoffs, man. Uh, so, uh, it, so what do you think? You think, Don, you think they'll do the, like... You think they'll give them a little extended shot during the national anthem and people get a little moment to cheer for them and that's mm, it? Maybe. Yeah.
3: I don't know. But they pull out the video?
4: Well, that's what I'm saying. This is not no. It isn't a no-brainer, man. They know. Lions fans are not dumb. They know Detroit is not, not a sexy place. They know we stayed there for a very long time and loved it and it was hard to leave. And they're in a good place now, right? It's not like they're miserable. They're happy fans. I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see.
2: Now, Goff against the spread indoor outdoor indoor games which is what this one is he's 35 and 16 against the spread 25 and eight against the spread the last three seasons outdoors 34 35 and two against the spread also for those that are thinking dabbling in the Lions day oh sure I am 12 and five against the spread in each of the last two years the best team in the NFL well
3: that was our rider uh ride or die my uh Peter right? all season yeah
4: I, well, and listen. There's a good chance, Don. I'm going to take the Lions just on principle. Like you guys kind of brought me to the dance. You're in a big spot. It's it, you know how I listen. If this was a road game, guys, just to be honest, no chance. I'm touching them at L.A. No chance. But inside. In Detroit, Don, short number. These are the weeks that if, if you remove the playoffs, if you remove all the storylines, this is a week, Don, where I pick the Lions and don't even think about it. If this was week 14, Rams at Detroit, you and I are
2: pounding the Lions. Well, it's game time, guys, brought to you by Tullamore Do Irish Whiskey. No locals in action tonight. How about that? None. Because everybody Zero. played last night. That's game time, brought to you by Tullamore Do Irish Whiskey, because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cask matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Donald, uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't address the Rangers cratering. What's going on here?
3: Well, last night was weird because Mika got pulled after warm-ups because he was sick. And I have a feeling that something's going through the team right now. So last night might have been a bad example, but it's a recurring theme recently that they've been very average, and now they've lost three in a row for the first time all season long. And everybody's like, well, they've had 40 shots on goal in the last three games. Yeah, because they've fallen behind by multiple goals, and they're taken out of their system, and they've got to throw rubber at the goaltender, and, and they're not finishing. So last night's a tough one, again, because you lose Mika, and he's a part of your penalty kill. But that was the worst power play in the NHL. They had 10 power play goals the Blues going in, and they scored two. On the power play last night, so they've got a home and home against Washington to try to kind of right the ship, but things don't feel right about them right now.
2: Silence. No, I'm. I mean, they're lucky. They're lucky. Don. they're lucky that they built up that great lead because now it, it's kind of being frittered away. So well, they yeah. straighten things up in a hurry.
3: It's three on Carolina. They do have a game in hand. But yeah, right now, you know, winning the division is certainly in question. I don't think you have to win the division. You want to try to play consistent. But, God, it, it's not not been great. Now, they hopefully get Kako back either tomorrow or Sunday. So that'll help a little bit. But, man, yeah, just there's a. there's. I, you can't play great all season long, but this is this is something we haven't seen from this team since last year. Jack and White Plains,
2: Jack, talk to us.
5: Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. First time caller. Welcome aboard, Hello hey, Jack. Thank you, thank you. Um, Mike, I just got. I have a, a bone to pick with you, and nice. it's been bothering me all week. I'm so glad that I got through. Okay. Um, Monday. You told the story about your little accident. it was very unfortunate on the Spring Parkway, yeah, and um I was just wondering i'm I'm same age as you, and I drive for a living you know, I live in Westchester and go back and forth to the city every day. I was wondering what was in your mind to stay in the Bronx till six thirty in the evening when there were warnings all week you know the signs on the highway which I know you saw that you passed all that week. Point said avoid travel Saturday p.m. Oh, you know, storm starting, you know, be home by 4, the storm starting at 6. You're on the death trap, the Springbrook Parkway, Jackson Avenue, probably the worst road in the county, you know. And uh, I just, I think you owe yourself, you know, your family. I think you owe Peter. He was upset by it. I was. I'm very upset by it. And your listeners are upset by it. Mm. I just don't understand what was so important yep. that you had to sit at Enzo's till the storm started. It's, it's All right, so great you, it, you, it's, you
2: bring up a good point, Jack, and I'll give you the answer point got because it. there were please. there were various um um reports. Don't start it, please. The the one that I got was that it was going to rain, that it wasn't going to snow. It oh, turned sorry. out it was snow and it was terrible. It was it was terrible to drive, although the the accident wasn't my fault.
5: Well, okay. Um what was your fault? Small. I feel I feel what could be your fault is driving a convertible, which probably had low profile tires. Oh boy! That's okay, that's number great. one. Oh, and that's debatable. And number two, what's debatable? Why you don't have a driver? You know, a professional limo like that, myself. Well, now
3: you kind of
4: that's lost me. me. Now that was sorry, Jack. You that's not me. You got too now close you lost to the me, son, Jack.
2: Well, oh, wait, hold for, on, hold on. But
4: Don, first you're of here all, Jack, well,
2: why would a, why would a limo driver be a better driver than me? Well, they are. I mean, well, come on. Well, they're how good uh, really? Tell the Tell that to the poor guy at CBS that died, Jack Simon, whatever his name was. Well, I'm not saying a limo driver's never gotten an accident. Well, you but- know what? Well, I've never gotten in an accident. Okay, so. I'm a, I'm, i am a'm I trust myself rather than any stranger okay. and I, and there are some great limousine companies, but but, but, but why would, well, I mean you're acting like I was in a compromised state that's ridiculous. I a
3: Jack flew too close to the sun. He was nailing up until that point.
2: No, but hold on, real quick, Don, if you heard
4: the end, he said like him because he has his own service. So he was trying to plug his oh, own service. Well, I, but that
3: makes it even worse.
2: But if it was <laughs> but, you know, if it was a really bad storm, I wouldn't even get into but, a limo. But rain was not in the Yes, was, it was. No,
3: but not not if you were staying on top. There was a little bit of arrogance on Michael K what's gonna happen in you that then it cost you. That's that's not right. I'm, not even, it is. I'm not okay. How about this? So no, you know, know because that why would you? you I, I'm, I've told you that I, I'm the guy who I thinks obsess.
4: about dying
2: every second of the day. You're going to say that I actually had that. Ball. Well, hold on.
4: Best point that got that was that, that I will that I, I you know, on a serious note that I thought he nailed. Why did you take that car? You guys don't have another car that's the the better bad weather car.
2: Yeah, the better bad weather car uh, is the one that takes the kids. So they they had to be transported to different events. Uh, so that's why the better uh, it's more important that the kids are safe.
3: Got it. I, I obsess about the weather. When we had the big rain event, because ever since I got water in my basement years ago, I'm always so concerned about it. I'm following every hour. And if I'm that that's far right. away from home, why wouldn't you be on saying, God, this is not going to be rain, Jody. We should probably speed this up or maybe eat closer to home. It, there was a there was a level of arrogance, Michael, and it cost you.
2: It was, again, Don, I know you're trying to make good radio, but you're being an asswipe. <laughs> no, ass I'm not. Has, because why does no everything have to be associated death? There was no arrogance whatsoever. Yeah, a little bit of like, no, a, we don't it's have to worry about it. That's I arrogance. I didn't think the snow it, was going to be that bad. Not that well, nothing could happen well, to me. It could just be a
4: miscalculation.
3: Well, it, it's miscalculation arrogance out of that, arrogance. Arrogance no, no I, i'm being serious i'm not saying well, no you, i know you, you're scared, seriously wrong you're but being i know right you're now. scared of death but that arrogance knows that you, nothing's going to happen to you because you're uh, a fabulous driver so i don't think you ever worry about dying when you get in a car of course uh, now but I you do. thought Ah, you know what the weather's not going to be that but that's arrogance well, is that no, arrogance? i just don't know if
4: i think it's the word i don't just think it's arrogance I think it's I think it's miscalculation or maybe taking Mother Nature for granted, perhaps. Well, the, but, well
3: isn't that a form of arrogance? That I, listen, it's going to be fine. Trust Michael me. cares about words. Words are weapons. I, I don't
2: know if it's the right word choice.
3: Well, I don't. Well, uh, ignorance, the other one. Does he want me to call him ignorant? Yeah, I'd well, rather be called, one of the two
2: it, it, to, to think that. I don't think that anything can happen to me. That that's arrogance to say that. Yeah, it's hubris. That's why every time I get on a plane, I'm deathly afraid. Do I have the arrogance that nothing's going to happen to me? Now, professional athletes are like that. Not me. All right, business leaders, let's talk dry ice emergencies. Ever had your approved vendor drop the ball when you needed dry ice the most? Enter Chili Willy and Cool Carl's Ice, your dependable solution when the heat is on. Over 46 years of rescuing companies from ice nightmares, scheduled maintenance, power shutdowns, or unexpected emergencies, they've got you covered because when you need dry ice, you need it now. Not whenever. ChillyWillyCoolCarl.com. Chili Willy and Cool Carl's Ice because your emergency shouldn't be an emergency.
0: visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel.
6: Robert Half Research indicates nine out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI
0: Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast.
1: Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. It's a football Friday with the Michael K. Show presented by Nissan and Bet365.
2: All right. The Rams and the Lions, according to Elias, it'll be the first matchup in NFL postseason history between starting quarterbacks who are facing their former team. Um, This is an amazing nugget. This will be Stafford's first playoff game in Ford Field, despite playing for the Lions for 12 years. All three of his playoff games with Detroit were on the road. The Rams and Lions will meet in the playoffs for the first time in 71 years. The longest drought between playoff meetings in NFL history and the third longest across NBA, NFL, NHL and MLB history. Packers and the Cowboys. Packers and the Cowboys are going to face off for the ninth time in the playoffs, tied for the most postseason games between two teams in NFL history. It's their first postseason meeting since the 16 divisional round. The Packers are 5-0 and all-time at AT&T Stadium, including their win in Super Bowl um, 45. Okay. Really? 4-0 yep. and o against the Cowboys at AT&T, and then one win in the Super Bowl. Dak Prescott, 1-4 in his career against the Packers, including the playoffs. Mike McCarthy becomes the second head coach to face a team in the postseason that he previously won a Super Bowl with. The other, would you like to guess, is also a former Packers coach.
5: Can I ask it again?
2: A head coach to face a team in the postseason that he previously won a Super Bowl with.
3: And he said it was also a Packer?
2: Yes. Yes. Mike Holmgren, oh yeah, won Seattle. the Super Bowl with the Packers yeah. against the Patriots. Later faced Green Bay in the playoffs twice with the Seahawks. And then this is the first time in NFL history the outright top two leaders in passing TDs, Prescott thirty six, Love thirty two, have faced off in their team's playoff opener, according to Elias.
4: Wasn't the uh, the Packer Seahawks was we want the ball and we're going to win. Yeah, with the uh, good memory, Matt
2: Hasselbeck, the old Hasselbeck. Browns and the Texans. Browns finished the regular season with an NFL-high 37 turnovers. The Texans had 14 turnovers, the fewest in the NFL. This will be the first playoff matchup since the 70 merger between a team with the fewest turnovers and a team that led the NFL in turnovers during the regular season. Browns are the eighth team since 1970 to make the playoffs despite leading the NFL in turnovers and the first to accomplish that feat since the 2003 Rams. C.J. Stroud will become the fourth rookie quarterback since the 1970 merger to face the number one defense. In each of the previous three instances, the quarterback's team lost the game. And the last time Cleveland was favored in a playoff game, 1994 wild card against New England. That ended up being Bill Belichick's only playoff win as the Browns head coach. Against Bill Parcells. It's amazing the narrative, Don, that... Belichick was an awful coach with the Browns. People realize how bad the Browns are? Hold and on. he was going through you know, the, the threat of the moving, mm-hmm. quarterback situation. I thought he did a pretty good job uh,
3: there. Uh, you look at the Browns' history, the Jets' history, uh, the Lions hold my beer. Like you mentioned that they that Stafford will be playing his first game in Detroit in the postseason of his career. All, all you know all the times he was in Detroit, all three were on the road. They have not played a home playoff game since 1993. That's 30 years ago. And when they won the championship in 1957, that's the last time the Lions won a championship pre Super Bowl. Since then, they have won one playoff game. That's sixty. What is that? Sixty. That's sixty-six years. One playoff win. amazing. And we talk about the dysfunction of the Jets and, and the Browns, but think about that futility. In all of sports, it's it's just incredible. And, and so, this is a very good team, but you know, it's and it's easily the best team that we've probably seen in a lot of a lot of people's lifetime. They went to the championship game in '91. They had got they they had a bye, so they, they beat Dallas in the divisional round. Went to the championship game in '91. Lost to your Washington Redskins at the time, Peter. That's right. Yeah, and that's it.
2: In you know, sixty-six uh, years. My guy Jarv from, from Australia yeah. gave me a perfect rebuttal to that limo driver who called in. Mm-hmm. So the guy who hydroplaned into my car said it was totally his fault. I didn't skid. The other car didn't skid. The guy who hydroplaned in caused the whole accident. Even if you were a limo driver, you would have been hydroplaned into. Well, Well, listen, obviously... There's no way to get away
3: from it. But I guess it would be less your problem. First of all, it would be a bigger car, so it would be less dangerous if you're strapped in the back seat, and less dangerous than driving in a convertible, and it wouldn't be your issue. Now you got to worry about insurance. You know, Do you total your car? Do you get it fixed? So from that standpoint, it would be way less inconvenient if you'd taken the limo. But from a danger standpoint, I guess it'd be a little bit better in the limo, but it still could have happened.
4: But you also really don't want to miss the overwhelming point, which was that he was just kind of, I think, half-jokingly trying to set up for a plug for his getting a job. Right. So
3: I, I just think the overall point is that, and it was downplayed, that we're very, very lucky that Michael is still with us. Things like, there's, there's way less dangerous situations where people have come out a lot worse than just their car being damaged. So that's the whole point I, is thank I, God everybody was okay.
4: I also don't know why Michael is, is, is so anti-car service. It's fantastic. I'm not
2: anti-car he service. He just
3: likes to drive. I like to drive, too.
2: When I have to go to an airport, of course, I use car service all the time. But like for me to go to point A to point B, I, I think it's a little bit of flaunting... That you have money to, to go on a car service. That's that's in your own head, though, the the, the flaunting part. I mean, if, if you have a car... Yeah. Now, when you go to the airport, you need a car service, because you're not going to park the car. It's, it's like right. $11,000 for two days. So you take yeah. the car service. It's more convenient. But if I'm going to you know uh shop right or good Eaten. okay well shop right I'm, or gonna, good I'm, gonna, I'm gonna drive i'm gonna drive i think I we all that.
4: agree that, that the car service to go to the shop right or good Eaten it would be aggressive let me just yeah. say in defense of it if you have the money hey, you didn't have a dui if you if you had the money though don and you're going on a night out that includes a game it includes going to dinner it, you know you and your wife moving around i don't think it's showing off to do that it's convenient that's it no 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 I, mean, look, I,
2: I think if you're gonna go out and you're gonna drink you should take a car service Right. If you're not going to drink, why wouldn't you drive yourself?
4: Yeah, no. I guess if if you if I if you no, you know what my question would be, Don. Well, why would I go out and not drink? So I might as well stay home. So to me, it's go out, drink, and have the car service. But I I hear Michael. I like somebody who's
2: bordering on a problem.
4: No, it's the only problem I have is going out. I'm not a big going out guy. So if I'm going all the
2: time. We're Wh- out I- all the time,
3: Don. Is that tr- Don? Is that
2: really? I true? don't know
4: that
3: to be true. I mean, he out works all the, all the time. time. How can I- he How can he work all the time, Michael, and be out all the time?
4: I'm notoriously not out. I'm like I should be out more.
3: Honestly, I- I'll, here's my hot take of the day for Love how high profile Peter is in you know party type atmospheres. He, I think he leans more fuddy duddy. Uh, it, what does fuddy duddy means? Like don't do anything. Yeah, just you know, I'm good. Oh yeah, I mean, you're in the hip hop world, wrestling world. You're, those are kind of party type atmosphere. But I, I don't look at you as a party guy at all. No, I'm not. In fact, I'm made
4: fun of for all the great things I miss out on, and then I complain about not being invited. I want to be invited, but then I always want to stay home. Every give every week, I'm passing up on things that I could go to that I'm just too lazy and antisocial. And uh, you know, unfortunately, when I was young, you know, you guys know, I never had a drink until I was 25 years old.
2: I didn't. And- I didn't know that.
4: Yeah, never yeah, had a drink. You had i you mentioned tw- that before. I never had a drink till I was twenty five years old, and was just fine. And then, as an adult, sadly, I I now it, it pains me to go to a social function now and not have a drink to loosen up. So, so you I don't you do that on weeknights. Drinks at
2: like mixers at, at Maryland mixers. Hilarious. Like you get you know. <sighs>
4: Yeah. Uh, no, the, the word choice is literally from a different, it's like the Flintstones. <laughs> I mean, that's where Barney, that's, that's oh, you where you don't Fred think they have
2: mixers anymore? Fred and no. Wilma went to a mixer, okay? Well, they have them. They don't call them that. Well, what do they call them? Party. Party. No, no, no. I'm not, so, there's something that's run in a college that's called a mixer. No. It no, still th-
4: exists. Maybe. That didn't exist when I was there. But it's a throwback thing. Um, the mixer would be put on by the college? Yeah. No, that didn't exist at Maryland. No, you're there, there would be maybe an event or two, like uh, from a specific sort of like student group, but like no, no one even went to. Anyways, I appreciate what you're saying. No, I never did. Didn't I didn't have to do anything.
2: Were you afraid of drinking? I'm I'm thinking it's a good thing, yeah, but that's all. No, I, just... I was
4: I was I was anti. I was I was just wasn't really? for me. Which mean, is shocking.
2: I mean, considering you're you're a guy now who dabbles in all kind of drugs that you that didn't that do... the... see. Why do you oh, that's... again? Not true.
3: Not
4: if true. If
2: somebody and...
3: just like lost us in the tunnel, and that's the last thing they heard. <laughs> Exactly, And then they come out of the tunnel, we're in commercial. But you they know what, Don? an opinion on Peter off of a complete But
4: Don, list. don't worry. It's all going to come full circle in 30 minutes when Mike goes, well, don't worry. I was on X last night, and then we'll all be even.
3: <laughs> it's just, I I was drinking Budweiser nips in, in the in
2: Gypsy places. Pond at 16. Oh, sure. Oh, man, you that's not to be proud of either.
3: No, uh, I'm oh, very proud of it.
4: I love the Yankee manager. He, he, Don, you see his text right now? No, I, I just got it. I got look like at He just texted a mixer with a thinking face, because he also thinks you're old.
2: Well, I am 62. I can't get out from under that. (laughs) I know, but you adjust
3: every other way. You fight hard to adjust to the norm. Yeah, a mixer is not a thing anymore.
4: Oh, boy, I'm, I'm going to find that a mixture you, you is can, still a thing. I went to one of
2: the great, I, I, I believe, the
4: University of I know of you're on
2: Bumble and everything, so you can't really go to mixtures. That's how you meet people. But there are still mixtures in colleges.
4: I, I, went, I went to University of Maryland, which I, I would consider to be one of the great kind of party schools of the East Coast. That's and the word. And it was, it was not I, – I do not recall a mixer. Sorority parties, fraternity parties, we, you know, you go down to Bentley's or Cornerstone, go to the bar. I, I, no one said, are you going to the
2: mixer tonight? I, I, it just didn't happen. The what only the, mixer – You know what, then you, Don, and Aaron Boone, you don't have to hang out with me then. If I'm too much of a fuddy-duddy <laughs> for you, and I'm stuck in the past, I don't even want to hang out with you people. Football Fridays on 98.7 ESPN is you by bet three six five. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary. A bet. Three, six, five. We'll take more of phone calls, and I'll take more abuse when we get back. When I'm getting ready for a game, I have to be prepared. I have my lineup cards, the latest team stats, and, of course, my mug of Bigelow Tea. For me, it's Bigelow Earl Grey with a smooth taste that keeps my voice in peak condition, even when the game goes into extra innings. I refuse to settle, and neither should you. No matter how hectic your day gets, grab your favorite Bigelow Tea. Take a moment just for you. So grab a mug of your favorite Bigelow Tea. Join the millions of fans that make Bigelow number one in New York. Bigelow Tea, the official hot tea. Of the New York Yankees. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for
1: more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKSESPN.
2: A couple of things just to finish up uh, the mixer. This is to Boone, LaGreca, and uh, Rosenberg. So recap, guy who works Michael, at ESPN is uh, 24 word, years old. 24 years old. Michael Ryan. used the
4: word mixer, everyone, by the way, to describe a college party. That's right. Right.
2: He said, and this young man, I'm on your side with the mixer debate. We called it that sometimes in college. Now, a buddy of mine that I went to school with who was actually at that dinner on Saturday, he mm. just asked his daughters who recently graduated from college, and he said they did attend mixers. It's a term used by the schools and by Greek life. So the uh, sororities and the fraternities.
4: Thank not you. not at, not at Maryland. You know.
2: Let's go to the phones. Let's go to uh, B in Brooklyn. Hello, hello B.
7: How you doing, guys? Um, Great. Um, I just want to chime in on the Yankees signing Stroman and the little Kyrie in the Knicks, just to show example of why the Yankees are successful and certain other franchises from New York are not. Yankees okay. are willing to take chances and bring guys in, no matter how they feel personally about them. And even you, Michael K., what he did was reprehensible, and I can relate. There's a lot of people these days that take social media like if it's if, if the truth and pass on rumors and innuendos and lies about stuff and never meet people. And right. And, Peter, you could probably relate with the um, with the guy um, for the making the Stallion thing. He thought he was innocent because... In the eyes of social media, he thought um, he was innocent. Tory yeah. Court, court-wise, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. So now we're looking at Strowman. Yankees have always wanted dogs to play, and they're not in a like or not liking contest. They want to win. It's a business. The Jets, Aaron Rodgers, they into who they like and who they don't like, and they don't want certain players, the Mets, All of these teams, it's a business. And even with Michael Kay's situation, he's willing to look past that. Hopefully, Strowman's big enough and mature enough to realize he did something terrible. And you can move past it, and he becomes what the Yankees need, a solid third or fourth starter, and we win and we get back to deep in the playoffs. That's uh, all I, I, I hear see. what and you're saying, And with the Kyrie, system, oh, I, it was the Kyrie you, situation. Right. I see, I haven't been on ESPN watch. I watched a little in the gym. I heard nothing about him scoring 44 against the Knicks and coming home. And we I feel about the it. same thing because guys don't like him. It's hmm. business. Real men... Well,
2: but the Nets didn't get the Nets didn't get rid of him for all that other. He he demanded to be traded, and, and the Knicks wanted he him. He to didn't. Be he he, he did The Knicks he didn't want to play for the Knicks. B. It wasn't the Knicks.
7: Don, I say you're a great announcer, but I think you look past certain things when it comes to ownership of the Knicks, you and Allen are. A lot of players don't want to come here, hockey and basketball, because who the owner is. And well, nobody you're that, the, you're not right. Problem. I'm that's
2: sorry, not, you're wrong.
3: You're wrong with hockey.
7: So why are we not getting free agents like we used to? Even because long, they used, the, because the, but they've
2: stunk for so long. Nobody wants to right. join a and, bad team.
3: And Panarin could have signed with the, with the Panthers, he could have signed with the Islanders for more money and chose to go to the Rangers. Rangers have no problem signing guys. It is not a hockey problem. If you want to say it's a basketball problem, maybe. But all I know is there's a ton of former players who have nothing but nice things to say about how they were treated when Dolan was the owner. They didn't want to come to New York because of the pressure and the fact they haven't won in 50 years. But to his point, see, I think, I think he's got it a little backwards. It's not that these teams have the guts to sign the miscreants or the bad guys or the character issue guys. It's that they're so well run is that their character issues don't become a problem for them and the teams that are not run well can't handle it and the guys run wild. So I think that's why the Yankees feel like we can, we can handle Stroman because we will be able to control the situation we won't let it get out of hand where other teams, do, they, they don't value it the same way or don't have the, the sources in place to stop it from taking place. So I, I don't think it's the guts to sign those types of guys it's having the infrastructure to not allow those guys to be a problem.
2: And also one thing, Marcus Stroman doesn't commit crimes. I don't want anybody to think that. Marcus neither did Kyrie. Stroman, neither did right. Kyrie. Marcus Stroman—it's the outside noise. You know, everybody talks about you got—it's got to be all about winning. Oh, well, Marcus Stroman brings outside noise sometimes into the room, but he doesn't do anything wrong. And as for me, I am not part of this story, man. No. I'm just this is this is a show where I have a, a three and a half hour outlet to tell you what's going on. The Yankees couldn't care less how Marcus Stroman through this awful awful accusation to me that's forever on on uh on twitter they, they don't and they shouldn't how our relationship is going to be has nothing to do with this when he pitches i'll announce how he pitches if he pitches great i'll say pitch great if he doesn't pitch well i'll say didn't pitch well this will be nothing about the fact that he had the audacity to even intimate that right. i was a racist but, but I- that
3: doesn't mean i have to like him hey it's in the past. It happened. He was not uh, of the Yankees' control when it did happen, Michael, but I think they would get involved if he were to do it now as
2: a Yankee. Uh, I think if they were smart, they, they'd sit us down. Right. So that is not – I mean, I'm going to be on but, planes with him. I'm going to be in rooms with him, and I'm not going to ha- – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a warm, fuzzy feeling about a guy who, who called me a racist, never met me, never spoke to me, didn't know where I grew up, and had the audacity to seek out something on Twitter – or on social media where some lunatic well, fan said that I'm a racist because I've never had a black co-host. Well, That, no, never that mind, doesn't that. sit well with me, I'm sorry. And, also, and it's also a little bit of what Marcus is about. Marcus ignorance. is a guy who goes crazy on social media if he feels
3: like he's been slighted. The ignorance of thinking that like you have the the power like to hire people. Like you're the one that does the hiring for your co-hosts. That was the most ridiculous thing about it. It's like my mom. My mom thinks that I have to go to you to get vacation.
2: (laughs) She's wrong. Empire Outlets is the place to be this winter to shop, dine, and experience. Located steps away from the Staten Island Ferry, Empire Outlets is easily accessible to all New York City and New Jersey residents. Shop at outlets like Nike Factory, Nordstrom Rack, Banana Republic Factory, Old Navy Outlet, Gap Factory, Levi's Outlet, H&M, Guest Factory, and more. Dine at restaurants including Wasabi Hibachi Steakhouse, Nori Sushi Shop, Shake Shack, Hazel's 423 Food Truck, and Bake Culture. Visit empireoutlets.myc to learn more and follow on Instagram at Empire Outlets. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show
1: podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon, starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker.
0: Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.
6: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half.